Welcome to the latest episode of Platform. Today's guest is Pat Ritter, or as Brandon Drummond likes to call him, Pat Ryder. Pat is one of the most recognizable faces of European blazing. He is from Germany. He's part of the FTS crew, which is from Frankfurt. And he has been around for what feels like at least a couple of decades. He was originally one of the members of the Valo EU team and put out the Valo EU video alongside Carl Lindbergh and Olive Norheim and Tony Cheetah and those guys. Um, he has also written for Blackjack Project. Um, God, who else has he skated for? It feels like he's been sponsored by a bunch of people. Um, since them started, he's been there pretty much from the beginning, as far as I'm aware. Um, you know, been involved in such videos as EOS and Contact. Um, he's been in the States a lot over the years and filmed his own projects. He has also hooked up with the Basement Brothers, uh, Colin Kelso and Sean Kelso, and appeared in their videos. I think he was in Fish Guys for trust the process and rare form as well and most recently he has just done a collaboration with dead wheels and it's just been announced that he's getting his first pro skate from them and the promos just dropped so we have got an absolute ton to talk about uh the promo him grinding on cars uh how the wheel came about how the skate came about the you know, motivation or sorry, inspiration behind its design. Um, because obviously a lot of people noticed similarities between one of the original Salomon skates and his pro skate. Um, and yeah, just what he's gonna do with the money, because apparently he's getting forty thousand pounds or dollars or euros in royalties. And yeah, just see what the future holds for Pat. Before we get into that though, cue the music. I got nervous. I'm all sweaty now. I, I cannot believe that with coronavirus and everything else, this is your first time ever using Zoom. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, we, we usually use um, Google Meet at work. Okay. So never use Zoom. But yeah, I, I mean, I heard Zoom all the time, but never used it. Right. I, w I would have thought John Julio would be setting up like Zoom chats with all you guys, no? Oh, yeah, he, he did, but I used it on the phone. Right, okay. I mean, yeah. it, may, it may have been a safer option just doing it on your phone instead of... I know, I just, yeah, I was actually scared on the phone that, you know, someone calls in between or something like that. So I'm just like, try to set this up. Right, <laughs> I was okay. hoping it works. Um, so it's Friday night and the weekend's just begun and congratulations on the pro skate. Thank you. Um, it still, still feels unreal. I, I can imagine it does feel unreal. Yeah, that's it's yeah, yeah. like pretty much every young skater and old skater's dream to have their name on a skate. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, when well, did you when did you first find out you were going to get the skate? Like how how long has it been in the plan? Um, must been last year, summer last year, like early summer. Okay, so quite a long time. Yeah. yeah, it was like, it was pretty random because there were never, 
talks about me bring, uh, getting a pro skate and I, I never asked for one and I was not expect, expecting one. And then um, John sent out the, a template of the skate, just like, hey guys, you can <clears throat> play around with it, design something. And I was bored, so I designed like a couple actually and then sent it over. And then he was like, you know what? Let's do a pet skate. I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> and then we started the process. Maybe that was like a, maybe that was like a, a secret John Julio test. Maybe maybe he sent all the templates to people, and then the people that sent back like the most interesting ideas got the skate. I don't know. Maybe I don't so, know. It was so it was so random. Like we were just texting randomly, and I I just showed him like a couple of things. We were talking about other stuff too, and then he just came up with it like out of nowhere. And I was like, almost my I was looking at my phone like, what the hell. What's just happening here? <laughs> do you th- do you think Sizemore and Soichiro uh, sent them designs and they just sucked so bad that John didn't want to <laughs> John didn't want to release them? No, I don't know. I don't actually know if actually one of the guys played around with the templates besides me because I was besides work. You know, there's there was nothing going on. I like, I remember like I just got the template and first night I was just like excited to play around with it. So maybe, when maybe that's okay so when did you get the when did you like first get your hands on i don't know a prototype or a sample or whatever it was that was um this uh, end of may this year because you obviously yeah you obviously had to have it before it was released so that you could film the promo so exactly it's still the the first sample john made one sample like right after we decided on the color and then, um, but he kept that one. And then he sent me the sample. <clears throat> yeah, last, yeah, it was end of May almost. It was June already. I think end of May, June. And yeah, he was already saying that the color, that's it. It works. And I got, I got it. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's just perfect. Right. Like so first, the, first try. Okay. So there was, that was it. First try and it worked. There was no like, there was no like, oh, we need to change this or different samples. Cause I was, no. I was hoping you were going to have some just other random, random like colors lying about. And I'd be like, let me see, let me see the ones that didn't, that didn't turn out good. <laughs> no, the, the only thing we were debating off was the frame color. We were debating if we should, cause my first idea was I, in general, I wanted to do a clean skate after all these, like the brain dead skate and like, some sort of funky skates and like Danny skate. I felt like they're, and also fits to me something more clean. So um, I was like, yeah, maybe we should do a black frame. But then I thought it's kind of boring. And cause I was also scared. I mean, I already told a couple of people the story why I choose that color it was because I couldn't get um, the Salomon skates back in the days when they came out. Yeah. And I, I always wanted them like really bad like in my area there was one guy who was, who was sponsored by Salomon he got them I was like wow I, I want that I want these skates and they were everywhere sold out and were like way too expensive so I just got the blue ones and I was bummed out having the blue ones back then yeah because so, it, was, it was it was the tan ones that came, I, I remember when Salomon came out but I couldn't remember what came out first whether it was the the blue or the tan but I feel like they both kind of came out around about the same time so exactly yeah the blue was cheaper Right, and the 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 ten one had like the this like better liner, yeah, and better wheels, I guess. <clears throat> I, yeah, because yeah. I, I had the blue ones, so that would make sense. It would make sense that I'd have the cheaper ones. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 
it was it was expensive back then. I can't remember how much it was, but my mom was tripping when I was saying I want these. Yeah, I was Man, like, skates no, like remember. skates in the nineties were expensive. Like ma- majestic course, yeah. majestic twelves used to cost over like two hundred and seventy pounds. They were more expensive then than they are now. Yeah, yeah, right. Like the the, <laughs> the price actually. Well, it didn't it didn't change at all. I think if if you look back, oh well, the the remember the. The low, low, was it lower? No, the uh, Majest, uh, Rosie's Impala. They yeah, were they, probably one of the most expensive ones. Yeah. Yeah, they probably would have been. Uh, or like USD, like the pro USD throw-ins were like almost 300 pounds. True, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. So. So yeah, going back to that. So I didn't want to copy one-on-one the skate at first. But then I decided, well, it just, it just looks better with it, with the cream frame. And that's like how I, have it still in my mind and i i told myself being open about it that i took inspiration from that skate because i never never got it so yeah we decided to do the cream frame that then and yeah that was pretty much it yeah the, the the only thing i got um the first sample had some funky wheels they had um they actually had like some sparks in it like sparks um how can i say it? I can actually show you, or like, yeah. Do you, mean I like show you now? do you mean like lightning or? Yeah, show me the wheel. Oh, you're frozen. I got, I got the wheels. It's pretty funny. All right, okay. So like there's some glitter like in it. Sparkly silver glitter. Man, those look those look pretty cool. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's just not what I wanted though. It was actually just funny seeing something like that, because that's what you see on like a you know, a kid skate or something. Yeah. But yeah. They, they look di- they, those look different. That could have that could have been Yeah. Received oh yeah, they're not better. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're not bad. I can see like there, there could be escapes they go along with pretty well. But yeah, that was the only thing. Um, plus, the skate works on two levels because yeah, like you said, it's nostalgia is obviously huge in blading right now because there's a lot of people getting yeah. into blading again after a long break, and there's a lot of people that just didn't stop. So remember that time really fondly. And the reason that Salomon skate was so popular. It's because it was a good-looking skate, like it was a good-looking color, exactly. and no one's done it since. Like no one's, there's not been a skate that's even looked kind of rem- remotely similar colorway since. So for that to come back now, you know, it's going to appeal because them skates are already very popular anyway. But if you bring back a skate yeah. that has a colorway that looks similar to another skate that people love, then exactly, it's a win-win. Yeah, um, I also felt like um, I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, I also felt like now it's the time where like it's in fashion everywhere. It, it, it happens everywhere, you know, like people bring back the old stuff, old shapes, old colors, like the nostalgia, like you said. <clears throat> and I, it's like, yeah, it's definitely not a ripoff. It's just like dedicated to something like we all, all like older guys know. And even the younger guys, I feel like seeing the color and feel like, oh, that's like that's something thick, you know, it's like yeah. different. Plus, Salomon don't have a skate division anymore, so you can't rip off a, a 
a division that doesn't <laughs> exist. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. I Another mean, thing also was like, hey, you guys, you guys don't need to like look for them. On, I mean, Salomon is the Salomon skate, um, but they also they are old. Like the shock absorbers are fucked. They're, like when you buy a Salomon skate now, the liner <clears throat> isn't probably the same anymore how they used to be. So hey, if you feel like if you miss your salmons, there's something you you know there's an alternative now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Have you noticed any difference with the sole plates? Like, because obviously, oh yeah, like they're they're slightly wider on either side, and I I, I kind of felt like them were just never going to change that. They were just going to go, no, this is our <laughs> this is our this is our sole plate. This is what we're going with. Just deal with it. Yeah. And. Yeah, I, w- I was kind of surprised that they did modify it because people have been asking for it for like pretty much since the first them skate came out saying, can you just make this like a little bit wider? And yeah, true. It, it felt like they just weren't listening. So who's like, whose idea at the company was it for the wider soul plate to come out? <clears throat> um, I think it's just it was just John like actually listening to what everyone said. And it, it was just a matter of time and money, I guess. So we like, I know that, like since since the 908, John wants to improve the skate, so he did this with the 909, and then it's just like them having their own frame, and I guess it's just like step by step now, and <clears throat> like worked this out financially. We we knew like we all also we all knew like the soul plate isn't the best, but yeah, like so many people asked for it, and of course like makes sense. I personally didn't mind the old soul plate. I was just like. Didn't feel the, the backside groove. Yeah. I always had to skate them in. But even that now, it's like, it's like you strap on and you can like still like straight up go to a rail and do a Royale and, and lock in nice. It's, it's definitely noticeable different. And um, with the soul plate, <clears throat> you, you, you definitely notice, notice it, but I didn't really pay attention the first, first day skating them. Also, my first sample didn't have the new soul plate. I just got them before I went to California a couple of weeks ago. Right. The, fi- the final sample. And um, <clears throat> we were skating um, a little, little bank to ledge. And it was like, it's a famous skateboard spot. So the ledge was all round, like pretty fucked up. And I had no trouble doing soul grinds and top soles. And Darst and um, Alex, they were actually like, oh, look at these guys. You know, like me and Mario like, oh, yeah, of course you guys have fun on that ledge <laughs> with, the, with the new Soul Blade. So it was definitely noticeable. Um, this is also a landmark because you're the first you're the first European rider on them to have a skate. Yeah. And not just them. You're the first rider that John has ever sponsored that's had a pro skate, the first European rider, because no one no one on Valo from Europe ever got a skate. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't actually know the background story. I could imagine it had something to do with Rosie's a little bit. I don't know. Like not not saying like not, I'm I don't I don't want to blame Rosie's at all. It's just <laughs> I <laughs> I just I just think um they knew an Alex skate will sell gonna sell or has to sell during that time plating was a little bit low yeah oh no definitely um, yeah so yeah i don't know if it's, i don't know the backstory but that's that's what i guess i would say 
Am I also right in thinking you're of like African heritage or like you're of African and German heritage? Is that yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So again, that's quite cool because there's not many there's not many people of African heritage getting pro skates. True. Like, yeah. Used, used to it used to be right. I mean, there was Trey back then. Um, I mean, yeah, like so, But then, like, if you think about it, there's maybe been less than ten black skaters ever. I've had a pro yeah, skate. Sure. Maybe like I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet it's under ten. Might be true. So I don't know. That I in itself is well, yeah. Like that's pretty odd because if Ro- one of the things that Roblin still desperately needs is more diversity and more. Of course, I agree. More representation. 100%. So, um, yeah. so yeah, like that. That in itself is also something to be celebrated. I think and something to be proud of yeah i am definitely definitely uh, I, i'm still like this like i said earlier this all shows still so unreal and it hasn't set. maybe i mean like from time to time like oh when i went to cali and saw all this life i almost cried because it was so overwhelming that's what i was going to ask like surely that moment must have felt made it feel real when you actually like you're seeing them sitting there in a shop or you're seeing like boxes and boxes of them or you're seeing people that you don't know walking around holding them like that have just bought them yeah like yeah. What, what did that feel like at, at at first it was like wow is this really happening and and then i was also um, maybe scared at, or like not scared just i was just hoping like everyone would like everyone who's into them skates would like the skates and of course, just like it's a little bit, you know, insecurity, I guess. Because um, yeah, I was just worried. I just want 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 this to work. That was the the first thing I thought of. Like, hey, I'm hoping this this works. This people will like it. They will buy it. And yeah, it's still like. And then so many people reached out, and it was like overwhelming. I tried to get back to everyone. Like everyone on Instagram who hit me up, I tried to at least like send a, a thank you emoji or something. Because I felt like that's what I, well, that's what the people deserve, like reaching out. Yeah, but still, it's still like, it's, like I said, it's unreal. And I never thought about it. I, I actually never, I didn't even think about it like two years ago. Never. Of course, I was like, oh, imagine if I would have a pro skate, you know, when I was a kid or something. Yeah, but then, yeah, I I enjoyed the place where I w- was the whole time, and um, yeah, I kind of yeah. At, when Danny got his skates, I kind of was like, oh, would be nice, but you know, I was never feeling I should try or ask for it or yeah. So it was a big surprise, and the surprise still hitting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like it's it's an awesome thing to happen. Um, so that's what, despite all the positivity, there was one negative thing I noticed online that someone <laughs> and I noticed. I know you've seen it because you replied to it. Yeah, someone, yeah. someone left a comment being like, "I've never even heard of this guy." Now I'm really sorry, but see if you leave comments like that online, that's not really insulting the skater. That's that's more. That's more just saying I don't know how to click Google because like 
if yeah. you don't know who that person is, it's very easy to find out. Plus, it's not like he's either not been paying attention or he's missed out some of the major releases from the last 10 years. Because you had a section in Valo, Valo 5, you had one with like Cruz. Um, you've been in like at least three basement videos. You've been in at least two them videos. So for him to like not recognize your name or know who you are just proves that he knows nothing about rollerblading for the past 10 years. Um, but I love how after he looked at your Instagram, he went, oh, this guy just does tippy tappy stuff. Maybe yeah, I've yeah. still got hope of getting a pro skate and underneath you just wrote, good luck. <laughs> yeah, that, that was just the only thing. I Like I got someone send me that. And of course I was like, yeah, there has to be people like complaining. Yeah. And I, I thought it's funny um, that he actually said, I don't know who that guy is. Um, I didn't feel offended at all, to be honest. Just, uh, and I don't feel like people should know me or like whatever. It was just like the guy wrote something. I I'm here an admin of the rollerblading, rollerblading Facebook page. And um, them skates should post their edits here. And he just, he, his attitude was just like, I'm doing something important and I don't hurt. I never heard of this guy. <laughs> I was yeah. like, dude, I don't even know who you are. I never heard your name. Everything so, he wrote didn't, it basically just made him look bad for, yeah, for being so completely unaware. Yeah. So yeah, and I, then I, I wouldn't yeah. have taken offense from it either. Oh no, it was actually funny. Like I, I really thought it's funny. And then the whole tippy tap thing. Yeah. I also think that's funny. And if there's yeah someone out there who thinks that didn't deserve it he's welcome i mean he can have his opinion but there's like john julio and the whole them skates team who felt like i should get one so that's what i mean yeah if, if he doesn't if he doesn't <laughs> like who's getting pro skates then he can start his own brand yeah. and he can give people who he thinks deserve skates yeah oh yeah of course everyone exactly yeah so some of those arguments are just yeah you read them and you're like okay there was another one i saw yeah. recently and it was a few months ago and the person just wrote i don't know anyone on the them skates team and they were like i've never heard of anyone on them skates and i'm like how well how is that oh, possible yeah. what are you yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> yeah i mean there's i guess there's this bubble um also with a lot of people who come back to the sport and this bubble of like people who just maybe just getting into it and just see like um, the, the big names in Instagram who has like a ton of followers and maybe the guys from back in the days, they just, they just, that's what they pay attention to. They, they think it's probably the people who watch um, KFC too and think that's Brosco still. And while there is an argument for that, the them, the them marketing like juggernaut is so huge that I feel like I cannot go a day without seeing some form of them content, whether it's a photo or a video or a skate or a setup or someone's just like shirt. I find it physically impossible that that person has not been bombarded by them marketing either just from friends sharing it or like, it's just, I, I don't believe it. Yeah. Could be. Uh, well, yeah, it, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's maybe our world, but if you 
uh, how he brought that up with this era of um, people just jumping on stuff, like just trying to prove we are hardcore. We are like yep. Yep. heavy skaters. Uh, and then I, I actually talked to him um, on, on Instagram a little bit today. <clears throat> I was in the mix too back in the days with Benny Harmonos and those guys. I, I remember. They were just throwing yeah. hammers. They were just throwing hammers. And I didn't, at some point, I didn't feel comfortable anymore between all this. I mean, it was it was that era of skating that you know your day could be over at the very first spot because the very first yeah. like the first spot was probably just some horrible down rail with with consequences if you missed exactly yeah so and it's I like, saw Benny pass out a couple of times too that's what I mean and you're seeing your friends just getting hurt left right and center or and loads of them just can't skate anymore and you're like that that was not sustainable that's not like no. And like like Joey said, we probably look bad. Like we made it even worse for rollerblading. We're just like trying to prove that we are like hard as fuck. Yeah. And I don't know if that he, he was that made me think though. Like, yeah, maybe we did it. Maybe we're just like trying so hard to look good and be hard. Yeah. Oh no, there was definitely there was definitely that. It was it was a response to how just ostracized we'd become. Like everyone was making fun of us. So we just went, cool. We're just like, as a collective unit, the sport went, we're going to be so terrifying that people aren't going to be able to say we're soft or we're weak. But as a result, rollerblading during that period looked uncontrolled and uncontrolled and, and sketchy. And, you know, a lot of those big stunts, when you see people landing them, it looked less about skill and more about luck. Luck, yes, exactly. But also I could imagine, I mean, there's probably people like they love doing it, but then there's also the the the, the level of like being a pro skater was so high or like so risky, let's say like that. And it, and the paychecks were low and they got lower and lower. Yeah. So you had to like throw heavy shit for some coins. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you know? yeah, you're, you're killing yourself for nothing, yeah. Yeah, and but then it's like, oh, if I don't kill myself, I get nothing. So and there were there were like that was an era of like people were still trying to live off plating. Yeah. When the market was pretty much dead. So that's even more ironic to see like how people back then tried to kill themselves for hope and nothing. Yeah. It was a so yeah, you mentioned the the mushroom blading uh, jump street. There was another one that was really good recently. They did one with uh, Joey Lunger, and he yeah. was talking. He was talking about people jumping off roofs, and he's like, "I don't have a problem with jumping off a roof if if the spot calls for it." He's like, "If the spot calls, oh, like yeah. if if there's something interesting about it, like like Sean Darst at the end of the very first them promo, he jumps off like there's the roof that goes into the bank." That's an interesting yeah. spot. Like that, that calls for that trick. Like it's basically set up for you. You've got you've got the long, oh yeah, of course, long skinny roof, and then there's just there's there's a landing ramp right there. Like it's right there yeah, for you. Course. It's it's asking for someone to do it. What he was saying was people were just going looking for roofs to throw themselves off for no reason. He was like, there was no trick there. It wasn't it wasn't asking for a specific trick. People were just trying to no, do five forties and seven twenties and whatever they could off it. He's yeah. like. But if you find yeah, something yeah. like that that also happens to be a hammer that has something that calls out to you, then that's fine. He's like, but don't just don't just throw yourself off the most terrifying thing you can find just for the sake of it. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. I mean, 
I could I could understand it if you're like 16 and you just bought some new shock absorbers and you're just like, <laughs> oh, let's, there's a fucking garage. Just jump down. Let's see how it feels. Let's, and let's see if these it. work. Yeah. Because <laughs> we actually did this when we got to Salomon's case. <laughs> oh, God. We went, we went on a garage and just like, because we saw, we saw the shock pads and we're like, wow. That, that wasn't there before it's just like let's see how how high we can jump from something yeah we were like that was yeah, just a, yeah, a, a, the, a garage the, the shock absorbers would survive the impact the frames wouldn't oh i did i mean we were like little I suppose, yeah like, like, like yeah if you're younger and yeah, like skinny and don't yeah, weigh much yeah just, yeah yeah just just stupid but yeah that was like that was the only reason i felt like jumping down uh, down something big <laughs> oh, God. oh yeah right okay that's fair enough um so do you know how many skates get made or like how how well sales are doing so far because obviously it's still there's still pre-orders at the moment yeah um i think we made 1500 that's quite a lot of yeah so then um sales i actually don't know i know they they move i think half of them is already out there somewhere yeah in shops or people have them yeah i haven't haven't really catched up with john with the numbers and stuff but seems pretty pretty good though shops are buying nice so john's obviously like being very transparent with what's going on with the royalties and saying that you stand to get between 30 and forty thousand. so the big question is what are you going to do with the money oh so that's actually huh interesting that you asked so and i feel good talking about it so at least how much are it um over 10k goes in a bank loan i'm still paying off and that bank loan i just got from like being an idiot or no, not being an idiot sorry take that back um from just going on skate trips out of my own pocket going to the States for three months and thinking like, yeah, that works. <laughs> I have enough money. And then came back home like, fuck, I can't pay rent. And stuff like that. And that goes back for like the last, I don't know, almost like eight years. I mean, yeah, you've you've been to America more than <clears throat> most most skaters of this generation from Europe. Like, Yeah, because I, I felt... Well, I, I mean, I got my crew here and my friends here, but I felt like there are a lot of people who like, I got, well, I got really close with a couple of guys there really quick. And for skating, it just felt so fun. Like Matt Luder in Chicago. Oh, I was just like, it, it clicked. I was wondering when you were going to bring his name up. I was like, you're obviously talking about Matt. So let's, let's just get to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it clicked. And I just, I like, felt like I just, yeah, I'm coming back to Chicago. I'm going back to LA, see John and all those guys. They were all close friends and I felt comfortable skating with them. Also, I was a huge fan back in the days of America in general, like the food and the, the you know, the, just the, the culture, music and all this. So, of course, when John first time invited me, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> I don't have any money, but I'm coming. Though. Yeah, I'll find a way. Yeah, I just, yeah. yeah, I was just bad with money after skate trips and there were like definitely like three trips i came back home i can remember i was like fuck i'm like dead broke i just didn't pay attention at all and um 
oh yeah, I'm going to pay off this bank loan. That's one. That's the first thing I'm going to do. Well, that's yeah. That's that's ten. What are you going to do with the rest of the money? <clears throat> oh, there's also um, this amazing tax system in Germany. <laughs> I would probably take a good amount of it. Right. Okay. So, so and then after after that, what still stays? I don't know. Probably maybe invest it in into something. There's this wish of doing like uh, um, some more FTS stuff. Like maybe like I was thinking I want to do some jeans. There's talks about that. Something like that. I need a new car at some point. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I was never about to, like I didn't even even when John came up with the pro skate idea, I was not thinking at all about the royalties. But then when the royalties came up, the first thing I thought of, like, yeah, I just want to get rid of this bank loan from skating. I was about to say, like, it, it sounds like, yeah, you, you're doing the sensible thing with it. So, yeah, if it, like, clearing, clearing debt is one of the best things you can do. Like, it makes, puts you back on an even even keel in terms of, yeah, your future. So Oh, yeah, um, exactly. I've always wondered this. You've spent so much time in the States over the years going to, like, Cal like obviously you've filmed various projects in California, like your own projects that you've put online. You've obviously yeah. been to Chicago a bunch and hung about with Matt Luda and the guys in the Chicago scene there. Have you, is, at no point did it ever cross your mind just to move there and work for a while or, like, try and get... So Of like, course. But you spent, you spent so much money traveling there. Surely it would have been <laughs> cheaper to move there and just get, like, a shitty job. Yeah. I mean, like, long time ago, I applied for a, um, for the green card lottery, but it didn't work out. But then, um, <clears throat> then I'm like, every, every time I'm having a longer trip out there, I feel like, wow, I, I could actually have fun living here. I see myself living there. But then I come back home, I have my stable job, and all the free time I have at my job. Like, I, I did the math once. I got, if I really want to, I can get up to 70 Almost, yeah, almost 70 days off a year paid. I got my health insurance, you know, all this. So I, I said it once, like, I use this as a tool to job for skating. Yeah. And um, the money is good. So that was a, and yeah, that's a big fear. But yeah, there's definitely thoughts all the time about moving there. Plus, yeah, if, if you're saying it yourself, like you've got, yeah, com like stability and comfort where you, back home and it's obviously you're getting older as well so you're like gonna oh, yeah. be thinking you know do i want to take as many like risks like this when you know you're happy yeah. with your situation especially, especially back then i just i just knew all these skaters john and the them uh, like the back then balo guys <clears throat> and all this and they all had like just decent jobs and there was nothing like Hey, if you come here, you can have this amazing job, or we help you get this amazing job. So that was also a thing. Like, um, I don't know, it's gonna be hard to find something though. Yeah. And um, yeah, but you never know. I would if there's if there's an opportunity, and it sounds right. I like it out there. Oh, <laughs> I, I can the, tell because you're you're there the, all the, the political time. System, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the political system is just a little weird. You know, the whole it's, America it's, is just—it's a lot weird. It's not, not a little weird. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's not what it used to be. 
it, and yeah, it's not like in the, I don't know, there was like this, this, this point where America for me, like, or like for, I think for almost the whole world, like had a twist, like after I was watching the Michael Jordan show at, on Netflix. Yeah. I was looking at, I was looking at them like, damn, you guys been such a role model, like rock stars back then. Like on like everyone in the world like wanted to dress and be like you guys and all the like the rappers and all this stuff. That kind of like disappeared at some point. I I don't think it's that America's got worse in recent years. I think it's just people have become aware of what is actually happening over there. Whereas before I don't think international news is what it was and with the advent of the yeah. internet and things like that. And now we're like like you know, there was always police brutality against of course, ethnic yeah. minorities in the LGBT community. We just didn't hear about it as much. Now we hear about it all the time, but it's it's all it's always been happening. It, yeah, of course, it's always been happening. I just like not talking about this. Just I, I mean, of course, this has been happening. America has been shitty always. They had never had like proper health insurance and all this. It's just like the as me as a kid looking at America. Yeah what came out music food clothing all this it's just like that's not there anymore i feel like like there's like different like for in, in fashion for example there's like americans look at europe right now you know like like that's that just, kind of stuff yeah. or like like it's just an example i just feel maybe i'm totally wrong it's just like how i felt it maybe also getting older and realizing hey <laughs> you guys are pretty fucked up like I think it just goes yeah. in waves though. I think like every people just take influence from each other at different points. And yeah, I think this is just kind of Europe's moment where America's looking at Europe as opposed to Europe always looking to the States. But I, I do think it goes in waves and there's there's back and forth. So plus, you know, the, the influence of America on you is still very persistent because it's it's pretty obvious you're a guy that like has a big nostalgia for nine, the nineties and nineties hip hop specifically and like that era of oh, yeah. fashion and things like that. So it's like, it's, it is clearly still having an impact on you. Oh yeah. That was like when I was younger. So my area here where I live, there used to be like, it's, it's actually not a huge town. It's a big city in Germany, but not the biggest. And we had like six um, U.S. military bases here. So it never opened for everyone. So they had also the German American, um, what was it called? Like fest festival kind of thing. So, and we had um, clubs or like parties here hosted by Americans. So this all like came to us like really early when I was little and I think I was, I can't, I can't remember probably four oh, you're going in slow-mo again my best friend does it work again nope oh, yeah maybe it's the ear pods or something or your laptop yeah. i don't know it's just every every once in a while just going into like slow-mo i don't know why seems fine now oh, yeah. weird. right so uh you were saying like yeah. the, the um, military bases and yeah growing up yeah and yeah this, this was my best friend back then when i was really little 
his older sister had a boyfriend from the from the military base, and he gave us some um, some cassettes from with like rap videos on it, Crisscross and Snoop Dogg and the DOC and stuff like that. I that was like really old stuff, and we were like, wow, this is so sick, and we got into it like really early, and we grew up like around that culture. Yeah. Also, my dad, my dad um, was always in the military base and uh, had friends from there and stuff. So it it just was like kind of natural that I got really early in touch with all this and I got interested by it and it kind of stuck. <laughs> um, I mean, why not? Like if you if you latch on to something that you identify with and it it resonates with you. Yeah, it was. But, I mean, it was like yeah. I don't know what it was when I was a kid, but then still like kind of stuck to it. It's and I'm, I'm not just listening to rap music though. It's just like I I just like I just liked the '90s back then. I I love '90s skating. I just watched um, FR Forever <gasps> yesterday. I I literally just watched that today. I've like for so long I didn't think that film actually existed. I didn't think it ever came out. I remember seeing the adverts in Daily Bread with a picture of Ryan Jaclone and like the video camera. Yeah. And then I just randomly searched for it again last night and it appeared yeah. and it said like uploaded one day ago. And I was like, holy yeah, shit, this is meant to be. And I, LA, Ross, yeah. I, I watched it today. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. It was, that was great seeing. That was like the things that had the most impact, I think. And also, like, just got into hip hop music and the clothing and all this. And then you watch Beachy Four and see John Julio with yep. his gear and the, the song, the Tribe Called Quest song. And of course, it's like, wow, okay, this is it, no? This is, this is kind of this is sick. Yeah, I think that VG4 John Julio section got an entire generation of rollerbladers into of Tribe Called Quest, like, undoubtedly. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. like I'm sure that Frankie Morales FOR2 section got so many people into Notorious B.I.G. that would just oh, yeah. never <laughs> have listened to him before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, un- undoubtedly. Yeah. FR was, yeah, watching that was just really great. It just kind of transported me back to being like 14 or 15 years old, like seeing all that footage of Gil Vasquez and. Yeah, I get a lot of yeah. Some of it didn't age so well. There was a bit at the end where Ryan Jaclone was talking and kept kept dropping the end bomb, and that that's, yeah, not, yeah. that's not aged well. Uh, uh, no, of course not. Actually, <laughs> from that video, what I enjoy the most is just the intro and the, the opener. That's that has something so special. So so watching it and it's like I kind of like I see me and my friends back then, and then I still wish there would be like an edit of kids right now the same doing the same yeah that's just just seeing jill and um what they call them not not Je- i don't know if i said the name right Nanny not Jedha, yeah. in the, the d clan yeah. yeah the dieselers yeah 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 they were they were, li- they were like a fun. gang they were it was literally it like, just looked like, like a gang uh, that like ran new york it was wild yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I that that was what we had back in the day too. We just wish, yeah, it will still be the case. Hopefully, um, yeah, I think I think there's still pockets of it that kind of reflect that era. It's just on a smaller scale now, obviously, than it was back then. Um, yeah, definitely. We never talked about your promo, so 
love 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 the promo and there were some excellent tricks in it but I'm going to need some explanation on on the car that you top sold because you've just told me <laughs> that you are a car owner. So yeah, why, yeah. why are you top selling some poor random guy's car? Okay, the backstory of that is just it's a, a fucked up area and like uh, in outside of the city and there's a um, what's it called? Um, uh, the word. Um, yeah, there's a place where they have just broken cars, and the whole they they, they just I, I think they just bring their like to- totaled cars, and you can still take parts of them. Right. And some and and that place was packed, so they had to like there were like more cars like totaled fucked up cars. They had to put them on the streets, all over. So this Mercedes was just there and it was all fucked. Like the whole inside was fucked up. The, the front was all fucked up. And it just lined up, and I was like, "Hey, I'm, this fucking trunk is like a coping. <laughs> I'm just gonna topsoil it." And actually, nobody cared. Like that car is totaled. So okay, all right, I'll let you away with it. But so that was, was the, that was a that was a that was a broken car. It was also open. The window was open. There was like probably some some guy slept in there because it was all stop doing that with the audio yeah sorry sorry someone's car you have frozen again what is going on? I don't know what it is if it's my shitty internet um it may the only, yeah, the only thing I could think that maybe it is is the earpods, but the the video is frozen as well. Yeah, now everything is frozen. Do you want do you want to try joining the meeting on your phone and see if that works better? Okay. Can see you, can't hear you. Yeah, can you hear me now? Do you want to, do you want to try connecting to the the meeting on your co- on your phone and seeing if it works better? It might just be I just I not. just have this I just have this um I don't know what to call it. It's like because my my apartment is pretty long and right. there's like a um like this thing you put in an outlet that just like keeps the or like transfers the um internet connection to another room oh it's like a booster i just for the, I ju- the yeah a booster i just plucked this out and then it instantly it's not working again so okay. maybe that's okay. um so maybe it's done right so we're talking about the car and all right i'll let you away with that because you're saying it was basically abandoned and wrecked but that's that's not the first time that you've you know vandalized property and and escape videos is it pat <laughs> like let's be honest because no. no it's not there's one you put out where you just basically fling over a bunch of like e-scooters in LA and then poor Robbie has to pick them up. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, these, these things are fucking, I mean, they're out of control. You should see them in LA. They're like on the highway. They like people throwing them all over. They're like all over the city, just like where they not should be. Right. And 
I don't know, having, you know, get a fucking bike. <laughs> <laughs> Shit costs money. Or like, or actually Los Angeles work on your fucking train system. Yeah, like, public public know. transport out there doesn't seem like the best. Yeah. No, it doesn't. And it was just like, I don't know. You know, it's like maybe the, the inner devil kid in me sometimes just like, you know, being stupid. <laughs> your, your rebellious streak. Um, yeah. I was so yeah obviously you mentioned like the influence of 90s hip hop and like 90s culture especially in America being a huge influence of you you're obviously like a massive like studier of like skate history like you can tell that you like very much have like done your research or like paid attention when you were growing up and like there's things that speak to you that you're like keen to promote you know like obviously you you guys made the fts hoodie with um zach webby murphy at the ness oh, yeah. international doing the backslide with his finger up and stuff like that yeah and it's obviously like stuff like that like you're taking notes and you're a proper like person who studies skating now you're obviously friends with the kelsos and colin kelso is another massive studier of oh, road yeah, building. Like you can tell that yeah he goes through the archives, goes through the old VGs and sees things that speak to him. Like, you know, even as far back as his Truth 2 section, he does like the Fast Plant 360 and stuff. And he says that it's like inspired by Matt Andrews or whatever. And he's he Matt always Andrews. knows the reference points for his tricks. Do yeah. you, you guys must have connected over that. Like, have you, did you oh, have yeah, any, like, did you have any we, discussions we where you're both like, whoa, like, like, I don't know, eureka moments where you're like, oh, like that's like, you love that. Like, I'm obsessed with that too. Like, yeah, we just, we just send old videos. Like there were like a couple nights we just send like, like old VGs back and forth or like just clips out of old VGs back and forth. I can't remember the specific one, but yeah, we like, once we also talked about the plastic bottle from, I forgot his name. It must have also been in VG or someone does a line and just like takes a black plastic bottle with his foot i i do know you yeah slides slides or a plastic bottle yeah we talked about that and um yeah like i can't i can't remember specific what we talked about but we were sending us like old videos back and forth because i feel and like he, he, he's he's great really. yeah he knows everything. he's a, he's actually he knows everything oh yeah he's, he's, a, a, he's a massive he's a blade nerd you can tell yeah 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 it's amazing but yeah i i just like remember stuff from back in the day so like rewatch some old stuff and i was like oh shit that was actually smart that looks fun <laughs> i just you know just try it you know and yeah because I feel like I you know. definitely incorporate those elements into your skating or the videos that you make. Because even your recent promo, it feels very much like the kicking of the football during the middle of the line was staged. It was like you got your friend to be there to ready to set up to kick the ball so, so that you could incorporate. And that's what I'm saying because it makes it, you know, there's the, there's just this dead time between obstacles and you've managed to fill it by putting in something, you know, remotely interesting in the middle rather yeah, just than just like, skating and, from A to B. And and to be honest, you know how funny that was with that ball? Because Sandro was like kicking the ball and like and the ball came all the time different in different spots. <laughs> and it was so funny. We had a huge laugh. Just like how many times we we messed that up or like one time I kicked it way too hard and I almost smashed the window and 
stuff like that. It was just, it was like mad funny. It was like more fun than during the whole trick. And yeah, and of course it's, it's, it is entertaining at the end, but we were like, always like wanted to do that wall ride. And then had, there's this big space to that, to that um, many pad or like that table. And we were like, I was thinking, of course, like, what can we do? That was this ball. And I was like, just shoot me the wall. <laughs> I'm just kicking it. And then, yeah, stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, it's filling and it's fun, actually. It adds, adds fun to it. I think that's, that was the main reason why. Does, does that mean the chain clip was staged as well? Because Marius has a chain clip where he does, I can't remember what video it's in. I think it might be second gear and he does a grind and the, the object or like the rail has a chain wrapped around the top of it and he basically like slides oh, the chain along. Oh, he's in system, yeah. But then you've obviously yeah, but, got one where you do the top side torxel. I think it's top side torxel, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you slide... Was that chain on there originally, or did you put that chain? Oh no, on there? yeah, we, we we just put the chain back up. <laughs> there was like, there was yeah, that's the thing was like, because we were me and Dominic were talking about it, like just doing a top torque sole and just like I I did it a couple of times, like stretching the foot out to a top sole or like playing with this momentum. I was just like, it would be funny like if we actually could kick something, and then there was this chain, we put it back up, and that was the perfect like rail for it and then the actual like it it was actually how did we do it at, at the beginning the, the chain was like way at the end and it was just like top torque so stretch out and then just like kick the the chain but then we'd put the chain way on back so i'm like sliding with the chain and then just kick it out just like the stuff kind of develops like on like some random shit Right. Oh, so right. yeah. There's so the chain was actually no. My question was, did you source a chain and attach the chain to the rail? But you're saying it was already attached. You just set yeah, it up. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. but there's definitely there's definitely stuff we like set up in the past. I I don't know. Can't think of something right now. Yeah, there's definitely stuff we set up. The ball was set up. <laughs> oh, and there's no way there what was the, what was the video there was there was a recent video where you do the i want to call what are those things called that skateboarders do it's kind of called like a slappy you basically set up one of those plastic signs and did like a slappy to topsail down a handrail you know those like plastic floppy signs and you like hit yeah. it and went up what was that in I th- oh, yeah, that was in my, in my in my introduction intro that was like a sign to a down rail you mean that was it them, the them introduction them, section? Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, that'll be what I'm remembering it from. Yeah, the same one that Marius yeah. does the, the solo to fish yeah, brain on. The, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, that was the idea of like, I want to do like a, a bonk something to a grind. That was that idea of just like, sometimes I have ideas like what I want to do and then I just write them down. I have like notes on my phone. Weird oh, notes. Everyone does. Trust me. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. I, I suck um, at skating, and I have I have phone yeah. notes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Actually, David Sizemore just like introduced me in his notes, and like he's even more crazy with it. Like he has like shots and like tricks and spots lined up, and like photos of spots and all this. But yeah, but yeah, I have this list, and then that was um, a bonk to a grind, the down rail, and we went to that spot, and it was it was winter. And I was like, I don't know what to do here. And I saw the sign. I was like, hmm, 
how can I set up the spine? Maybe I can do the bunk to rail. Like, like that. And then just set it up and just edit, you know, do out. Cause I don't, I don't throw down a 360 soul grind down this down rail. And so I didn't know what to do besides like what I wanted to do. And then I just made it, made the thing I want to do somehow. I mean, you say that, but there's, there's plenty of footage of you online killing down rails. So don't, don't act like you can't, you can easily skate them. You just don't yeah, want to. I just don't want to. Yeah. Also this, it was fucking cold. It was like six degrees back then. And I had like, uh, and there was like a thorn bush next to it. So it's, it's actually a really scary rail. It's not, it's definitely not my choice of rail to experiment on. And I feel like doing a bonk on a piece of plastic or a piece of metal or whatever that was to like basically flick up into the air is just adding jeopardy to it that I, I wouldn't introduce. I would just have skated it like a normal hand trail. <laughs> yeah, I was just like playing around with it actually and then just felt like, oh, this is actually nice. It's kind of like I have the flight, the right flight to the rail. I just need to commit and just go on it. And I remember how a top so works on its own rail. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Was, yeah. Um, are you happy with how it came out? Because, like, obviously, it felt like you had enough time to do it, and there was a mixture of footage on there yeah. because there was footage from when you were recently in California as well, like where you do the the moonwalk in between the two ledges. That must have been on the Cali trip, yeah. Yeah, that was one because I always wanted like that was the one on the list, the the moonwalk. And then um, sh- shout out to my friend, um, yeah, I'm from from London though. Like, cause we, we've been chatting and he came up with like, dude, you don't need to do a moonwalk or something. Like, I don't know how it came up. I was like, oh man, I got you on a moonwalk somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that was on the list forever. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm happy how it turned out. And I got to say, um, when it, when I, when I got the sample first, first day I got the sample, I was really stressed out and I was like, thinking like damn i need to deliver like a bomb ass section now and just like felt i don't know i need to do some hard shit some crazy shit i don't know it just like put so much pressure on me then we started actually filming and not much did happen and then then i um that was the first trip i went to berlin just got like the the soyal around the corner around the, the curve thing that was incredible, by the way. Like the amount of control on that to then come off and fakey roll down that little skinny ledge was, yeah, that was wild. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was a little fight to to get there because we went there and it started oh, raining. I, I so can imagine crazy. that ledge was not was, that ledge was not short. No, it was not short. It was. I mean, the getting the whole thing wasn't that crazy because I had like a. I love doing soyal, so that was like I got that kind of. But then going back into that thing, that was like a struggle. And then, like I said, it started, like the weather was insane. It was sunny and beautiful. Then it started pouring rain and thunderstorm. So we were sitting in the car like this <laughs> and it stopped. And then we went back and then it started raining again. And then it was like, oh, just fuck that. We go there next day. And then we went there next day again. So, but yeah, I was, I was really stressed in the beginning and then went to Barcelona film with Tony and I got actually a bunch of leftovers probably like 10 at least 10 i can think of now leftovers because i was just like yeah like overthinking in the beginning and then towards the end i just realized hey also talking with danny 
I told Danny and Alex, I think, hey, like, I'm nervous, blah, blah, and I'm, I get, I feel pressure. And then Danny actually said the same. He's like, oh, yeah, I was feeling pressure too, but hey, just do you. And then that, that's what was everyone was saying, just do you. And I was like, at some point, I was like, yeah, I'm, you're all right. I'm just, just going to do what I like. So I just used the clips I really like, and I had like a fun time doing them. So I would imagine it is a natural fear for anyone that's got their first pro skate coming out, being like, you know, people are expecting a promo to come with this. And if I don't release a good promo, you're going to get the backlash and people saying, oh, he doesn't deserve the skate, yada, yada, yada. And that is a a lot of pressure. It is, it is. But as soon as I realized I just should do what I, what I, they, when Alex said, just do you. And it's fucking Alex Brosco, you know, like he knows good skating and when he tells me what to do and just being me i was like okay i'm just listening just gonna enjoy me doing what i like and then looking back to it now <clears throat> there's there's literally no clip i don't have um let me think no, not, not that i'm lying <laughs> but i think there's no clip there's that yeah i think there's no clip i had no fun with and not a good time there's definitely leftover clips I didn't have a good time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So I kind of feel like everyone was in on this and that the, the years been leading up to this because the Tate guys released a t-shirt with just your eyes on it. And then there was the FTS collaboration with Dead Wheels. So I feel like everyone was in on the, like you must have communicated to these people that you were getting a pro skate because there's no way Adam Johnson... Not. There's no way Adam Johnson didn't know you were getting a pro skate. Oh, he he did definitely. But um, the talk about a uh, the dead wheel was like even way way back, and that was with with Alex Roscoe and Kyle Sola. Right. And we were talking about oh yeah, we at some point we should do an FTS wheel, and then we the plan came pretty much same time as the idea of the pro skate. So that was also like oof, okay, we're gonna do both both things <laughs> that's what i mean and, it's been a big um, it's been a big year for you like yeah yeah face like, oh, face okay. on a t-shirt your crew is getting not one but two different sets of wheels and then you're getting a skate with your name on it that's that's a wild year yeah that was a wild year but then the, the my face oh, my eyes on a t-shirt was actually a, a joke because um there's this this there's this child photo of me and i just looked like a devil <laughs> and and Tony thought it's funny just using the devil eyes. So we just were joking about or he was joking about it. So that's that's why. And obviously like me and Tony are like really close friends and he does his Tate stuff and we do SDS here and we're just like, oh let's do something. Let's see. That was that actually the Tate FDS was no nothing big, it's just like us being like us and label it different. But then the the that um wheel thing it got real while I was already filming for this promo. And then I was talking to Marius and I was like, hey, I think we should start working on this dead thing now. You know, we were That's like, what I was going to ask. Yeah, because the promo for the dead wheel thing just seemed like you guys just went out and went, right, we're just going to smash this out in like a weekend or a week or whatever. It didn't look as if you guys put pressure on yourselves at all well, for it. Yeah, we, we, had, we, had a, we had a huge plan. We had actually, the, we wanted to do a, a subplay edit with it again. But then, but then, yeah, since pandemic, the subways are like, 
not the place to go and you have to wear a mask and we're probably getting huge trouble. So that was like, okay, we can't do that. And then we thought about, should we do a night edit? But then it's like, Marius hates skating at night. <laughs> and then we were just like, hmm, what should we do? And we were like going back and forth. What should we do? And then Kai was like, hey, we got these amazing skate parks. Why you just don't do like a fun skate park thing? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's the vibe. Like I can see like all the guys having mad fun. And I know Dominic and Sandro, like how weird they can get at skate parks sometimes. And yeah, we did this and it was great. It was a great time. Cool. I'm guessing when you say Marius doesn't like to skate at night, that means he doesn't like the light being shone in his face. No, he just hates skating in the dark. All right. He never he never explained it why, but he doesn't. It's just like ah, oh, I can't see shit, blah blah. He doesn't. He just doesn't like it. Okay. I used to love it, and I don't like it any much either nowadays. That's fair enough. I I knew something was up when it got towards when it got towards like the midway point in the year, and you had you'd hardly brought out any footage. And Marius had yeah. hardly brought out any footage. And then the brain dead thing came out and Marius only had like two or three clips. I was like, they're saving stuff. Like they're they're hoarding footage for something. And I just assumed that you guys were working on, I don't know, a massive project or whatever, like a full length video or, you know, a longer video or whatever. But now that the two skates are, well, are essentially being announced and, you know, Marius is, yeah. is going to be in shops next week. I'm like, this all makes sense. I get it now. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was hard holding this all on the radar. And then, um, cause it's, especially when it's such a long time from like, from let's say May or when I had actually the skate in my hand till, till now. And like going to sessions, not bringing the skate and, you know, like that kind of stuff. That was actually hard to, to manage also it was hard to actually to film in general because um my friend dominic i film usual with uh, usually with he just got a baby in mar in april so he was kind of out and then traveling to spain during pandemic was kind of hard too and then uh, myers is not around all the time and my the actual plan when i first heard I getting a pro skate was going to um, to see Mike Torres in New York for a couple of weeks. And I was just, I was still hoping I can travel to the States last year. Oh no, the last summer, last summer, sorry. And film with him. And we were like still last minute ta- talking like, hey, maybe they open up soon. I can come over and we can do this. But it didn't work out. So the plan B was like, just stay here in Europe and figure it out. Okay, Mike has literally had the worst luck in the past two years then because you're the you're the third pro skate he's told me about that he was meant to film the promo for. I didn't even know about yours. He's told me about two other ones that he was like lined up to do and then because he couldn't yeah. travel, he couldn't film them. Yeah. That's, wow, yeah. okay. Um, plus, I imagine it must have sucked for you as well because surely that of meant... Course you couldn't go to like, I imagine you, if travel restrictions weren't in place, you'd have been able to go to like the Boshy Pop skate off and appear in them journal, but obviously that couldn't happen. All that stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I already took the time off. I already had, um, I think I had five weeks off work and hoping was ready to buy the ticket and to go to New York, but um, yeah, it didn't work. Unfortunately, but Mike Mike promised me we're gonna work on a on a project in the future. So, right. 
There you go. Definitely. Something to look forward to. Um, yeah. Are you still working at the same place when I interviewed you the last time? I'm sure you told me you were working at like some kind of studio or something. Is that right? No, no. It's um, um it's a pharmaceutical factory, and they do. They have like different. It's huge, and they do. For example, we do COVID tests. Right. But I'm in a print media um, production area. That's yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I do super. Uh, um, shift supervisor that's why right you um, you must have been like when was our our last interview it was like eight years oh, ago that was yeah i'm working there since i don't know 13 years now right okay yeah yeah um, it's, it's like i said it's amazing you can like i get uh, the benefits are really good though that's why i can take so much time off well you know now you're going to be rich with them skates so you'd have you'd have to worry about it <laughs> yeah true <laughs> Um, do them do them like pay the writers salaries or do they is it just royalties that the guys get? Um, it, it's it's just royalties from what I know. I think um, I, I I'm not well. That's just me guessing. I don't know what's what's happening with the other guys. I think. Oh yeah, like I'm not I asking. Like, yeah, I'm not asking you to speak on anyone. I just mean for like you yeah, personally. Yeah. No, I don't get roy. Uh, I just get the royalties, and I when there is a project for like. The, the brain dead video we got money from that um since since plating works again or like since plating sells like we we get every now and then like a little bit yeah and it's pretty cool though like um i cannot complain at all and if so there's some well obviously okay. like yeah like it sounds good and it sounds like you're being flown loads of places as well to do the project so that's great but yeah if you're saying you're getting incentives for getting footage for videos as well exactly yeah yeah it's better than better than nothing definitely um just this totally just jumped into my head because obviously we were talking about robbie earlier robbie's not on them anymore he's been skating rollerblade for like over a year now is that right yeah well i guess so yeah yeah robbie um I, i don't know if i should go into like the whole details I don't actually know everything. I just know that the communications between John and Robbie wasn't that good anymore. And um, seeing it, well, fast forward, seeing it now, Robbie being his own brand, kind of. And I think Robbie is in a great spot for himself. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't exactly know what, what, you know, there's like his side and this side and all this was just like, they just, they just didn't work well together anymore. They're friends still, or again, they're like, yeah. they, they hang out. It's just like the the video work and stuff like that. It's just like, there was some misunderstanding, I, I guess, and some communication problems and opinions. So yeah, and then Robbie pretty much left. All right. Yeah, that's what I was surprised because it felt like, he was he wasn't only skating for them, he was making content as well. Like he made the initial promo, the Sean Dars promo, yeah. the Alex and Marius, and then he just kind of seemed to disappear. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah, they they worked they worked pretty close together. And of course, when you work close together with someone, there's like there are arguments and stuff. So they had their arguments and it didn't work out anymore at some point. And yeah, I think I I love Robbie. He's like one of my favorite persons and but I think I don't I don't I don't want to step on his toe saying this, but I feel like he's doing that's that that might be one of the best things that happened to him. 
for like for him to for him and his skate skating and skate career and his career as a model in general um being his own brand kind of being free to do whatever you want and um it also like i could see that he uh it did hurt him to not because we are like all his friends and we do projects and not being involved of course yeah but um but yeah robbie is no family and to every one of us that is what i was so, going to ask because it, it did feel like you guys were like quite close friends but do you guys yeah, ha- like still. when you were in california did you guys spend any time together now that he's not yes, of course, part of them yeah, or yeah. yeah yeah of course yeah like he was one of the first guys i hit up unfortunately he had to work a lot but um he he showed up a couple of times he hooked us up with his camera too my camera got broken in um in la the zoom got broken he hooked us up with his camera so i got mine fixed so he's definitely family That's regardless cool. what plastic yeah. is on his feet it's cool there's no weirdness yeah because that does kind of suck when you see people leave teams and then you know, they obviously become separated from people that they were close to on those teams because they're no longer yeah. part of that that group anymore or that unit or whatever. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, so obviously the skates came out, the promos came out. Marius must be dropping a promo any day now or at some point in the near future that you're that you're not going to confirm. That's fine. I don't expect you to like blow your boy up. Um, I'm assuming there's a promo coming for his skate relatively soon considering the skate's going to be in shops in europe like next week he, yeah, well he's working on it let's right. say like this okay say no more also so, also i need to like that's fair enough he got his samples really late like right. li- literally like five weeks ago maybe oh god okay yeah that's not long at all but it's yeah. a black skate though so it's a black it's a black skate with a different colored cuff. So as long as he's got his jeans down, you could kind of get away. <laughs> yeah. You could, you could I mean, away even though I, I, I told, I also said that nowadays you don't need to have like the, or like looking at it now, you don't really need to have the, the skate. It's like a, tra- kind of like a tradition rollerblading hat and yeah. all the time. But I wouldn't mind seeing Myers clips in whatever color skates right now. I mean, if some of them are bangers, it doesn't it doesn't matter whether it's the pro skate or not. Like you can mix it in with pro skate footage. Exactly, yeah. But he's definitely working on something, and I know he wants to put something out when he's like when he's happy with it. And Mars is really picky. He grows up now. I'm super proud, and yeah, I know if if he's done with his thing, and when it's when it's done, it's gonna be a, a crazy banger, right? That's for sure, yeah. I do feel like, yeah, you guys definitely seem to have been like kindred spirits that have found each other because you, even though you, like your style of skating is not the same as each other, like you're both very different views, but it feels like you complement each other and it feels like you both kind of, yeah, just like have this kind of perfectionist eye where you're like, this is, I want it to look exactly how I want it to look like in my head, even yeah. if it's not. You know, even if your your visions are slightly different. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they are different. But yeah. We're we we started at like a kind of like a same point. Or like when he when I got when I met him, he was like we always were still like in the same direction or he leaned more towards me. But then as soon as he I mean that was like when he was fifteen. I was about to say twenty one. I'm sure I remember Marius telling me that you were the one that got him hooked up with Valo, is that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, he, we were talking and I was pretty stoked on him. And I was like, hey, just come. Like, he, well, he asked me, like, hey, can I come over and stay with you? I was like, oh, yeah, definitely come over and hang out and we skate. And then during that time, John was around. He was like with his um, wife's family in the South Germany. So we visited them and skated a little bit. And I was like, look at him. Yeah. John, li- 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 literally at the brought skate park. This, and, and, brought this guy. He's, he's, he's pretty yeah, good. And John Just was like, pay, pay attention. Oh, he's so sick. Yeah. And John was like, oh, he's so sick. And yeah, I, I wanted that pretty bad. I felt like that. Yeah. Everything, everything happened natural. And I'm really thankful for Mario. So. Plus, you need to be friends with Marius now because now, you know, you and Mark Moreno can't be friends anymore because you're on competing brands and it's now, you know, you guys now have to hate each other. That's the rules. So, um, <laughs> and you can never work together again. So, you know, now, now that there's a war. Um. <laughs> no, there's actually, actually, you know, it's funny because Mark filmed the clip from my section. He filmed the elevator like thing, the zero spin. Yeah. He did the long angle. Um, it was cool, but, um, that day, me and Mark sat down and talked a little bit about this, and I told him word to word. I was like, hey, man, no matter what we're doing now in our future, we're going to still be the homies, and we're going to help each other out. If Mark needs some help with filming, and uh, when I'm out there, I'm definitely filming. You know, there was, for me, there's, I don't care what plastic you have on your feet. It's, it depends on the friendship, and Mark, me and Mark, we know each other for so long, and I really don't care. I wish him the best. And with the brands they're doing, and it's and it's great to see Mark that motivated though. It, it is because yeah, it felt like he kind of stepped. Well, he was obviously still skating, but it felt like he kind of just stepped back from you know a little bit. Yeah, he was, um, and just kind of, especially you know after everything with SSM, he was still making content, but it just felt like he wasn't as present. And now it feels like because he can put his art direction on it and, you know, make yeah. the kind of videos he wants to make. It's, it feels like he's getting a second chance, which he like vastly deserves. Yeah, I mean, definitely, he's, definitely. He's, he got skates from John. I know. Oh, no, I know yeah. That. Like I, I know he was getting hooked up by them and stuff, but it just, yeah. it never felt like he was properly on. Cause he wasn't like, he wasn't, you know, going on, yeah. like, I mean, on team trips and an, stuff. Yeah. That's another thing. The team is huge. And I mean, I'm not saying huge, it's actually perfect to be honest. Like so all the guys, there's like some sort of like, it's, it's really, it's really special when we all together. Like I never, I never thought this, well, I couldn't never imagine like this works so well. Like the, the group vibe, the team vibe with them skates, but yeah. Um, I think there's not space for anyone, though. Even if probably John would love to hook up even more people, but it yeah. would be, it would it would look odd at some point, <laughs> you know. Oh, I mean, he's so, already got quite a large extended family, and I I yeah. know of quite a few people who he's just giving skates to that aren't even acknowledged as being on them. I, I think yeah, most exactly. people just think they they buy the skates, but John's sending them, you know, a pair yeah, of release that comes yeah. out. Yeah, so. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm well oh, yeah. aware that he's got he's got quite a oh, broad yeah. a broad net with it. Yeah, yeah, but that's great for for Mark and those guys to have like a you know a, how can I call it a home and something to 
put their energy in. Definitely. Plus, if rollerblading is, you know, growing again, which it appears to be, and hopefully that's going to be sustainable, then there should yeah. be enough space for, you know, a, a decent amount of boot brands out there, especially ones that have a strong vision and, you know, good marketing and have, have interest and ideas. Like, because exactly. there's, there's established brands out there that aren't really doing much of anything and are just kind of... Exactly. Exactly. And I really appreciate that they having this, they're like still a smaller team, but they having like such a crew vibe. And I really appreciate that too. I'm like, yeah, thank you for doing this. It's like, of course, like if you look at it from like the outside, ooh, it's like competition and whatever. I, I, but I mean, I, I was only joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, I know. But there are definitely people who are not joking. They're like, oh, this is some competition now. They must hate each other. Yeah, there are like definitely people there who think like, no, it's, everything is weird, but it's not. Like I can, and I can easily talk to like for everyone on the dem team that nobody is on like some competition mode. Everyone's like, yeah, they're doing their thing. It's going to be sick. It's better than what most friends do. And good luck, and we're gonna be homies, regardless. And like I said, with me and Mark, if he ever needs help, I'm definitely here for him. He helped me too. Yeah, like oh no, I didn't. I didn't think anything would change. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Plus, it moves on nicely to what I was going to ask you. You know, obviously, you're. You know, there's there's no doubt that you're also a massive blade geek and someone that pays attention to everything that's going on in the sport. Like what? What projects have you been excited by this year? What have you watched that you're like, "Whoa, that's really motivating!" Like that—that that makes me want to get out and make stuff. <clears throat> I I like the Mesmer video. That was one. Um, also, because I was not even connected with it, was like the New York thing towards it with the guys. Like that was just like I saw it first time. I was like, "Wow, blown away!" That was amazing. Everything towards touch. Um, then the, the mushroom blading video was like outstanding. MB8 was very Out, good. Yeah. Amazing. Not, I knew it's not going to disappoint. Funny though, cause like I could see myself like maybe in 2013, 14, maybe, I don't know, saying like, who are these guys? What are they doing? <laughs> and now I'm a huge fan though. It's funny. I think that and, just shows um, that shows growing up though. Like there's there's loads of things that you'd make fun of when you're younger, but as you get older and you yeah. mature and you're like, like there's like music or like food or like there's stuff that you go, Oh, that's disgusting. And then you eat it later and you're like, God, this is great. Why didn't why didn't I like this when I was a kid? Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, I feel like they were just ahead of their time and they can be lucky that they had each other being with the same mindset. But yeah, besides that, um what else did I like? Uh um fifth floor was amazing that was a really great good rewatch fifth floor did from that come out, did that, yeah i'm trying did that come out this year man i've got no concept oh, yeah, that, of time now that that, them, that must, i'm pretty pretty sure that was this year must have been the no? start of the year okay i don't know almost <laughs> yeah i think it was must have been oh no you yeah, we need to look it up, maybe. Don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm on this. When is fifth floor come out? <laughs> I would say April. No, oh, it, you're right. It April? came out nine months ago. It came out at the very start of the year. So, oh, no, yeah. Okay, it came out like February. All right. 
Wow. Yeah. COVID has completely messed up my, my concept of time. So that, right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's definitely a contender for, I mean, Dominic Bruce. Surprisingly, like David actually didn't have that much footage in it. He only had like maybe 10, 15 clips, but the clips he had were yeah. incredible. But yeah, Dominic Bruce was just oh, that was, incredible. That was an, so another, Yeah. Dominic just unlocked himself. <laughs> he just like opened his third eye it's amazing to see um plus it's also interesting when you see like the kind of influence that obviously the kind of skating that dominic bruce does has now had an influence on john bellino's skating where john's been able to incorporate elements not of new skating but just like not the type oh, of skating he would normally do and yet yeah, he does it everything. just as well as as anything else in his repertoire he can just He's, he kind of reminds me of like Alex Brosco in that sense, that he can just absorb things and make them his own. And yeah, exactly. when he does it, it just, you're like, oh, that I can't imagine you not doing that now because you just make it look so normal. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, um, he was, yeah, he, that, that's, that's one of them. Also, um, Colin Castle. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like that too. He just like, he just can try everything he wants now and it works. It's another one. Also, got really excited to to see all the basement content this year. There's so much. But I don't know. I can I cannot name that everything though. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I'm pretty. I don't. I watch a lot, but I'm. It's not me hating though. I'm just not stoked on everything. There's like great stuff. Oh, the Bodega video was also incredible um yeah there's there's definitely there's good stuff and there's stuff i really like but there's more good stuff than stuff i really like not being an asshole just being honest <laughs> i don't i don't think there's anything i always find it really like weird when people get defensive about stuff like that and say oh, oh why yeah, didn't I you don't... like that or whatever not not liking something doesn't mean you hate it or doesn't mean you don't exactly. like the people who make it it's not personal it's just it, if you've been skating as long as you have you become more selective about you what you watch and what you enjoy because yeah you know and, I, and especially I, I what inspires so yeah like, like in, 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 inspiration is like another thing it's like also i have to say i like in my city there are not really a lot of rollerbladers i skate well like there are there are some crews but they're like a little bit far out and stuff and during the week when i go skate i go skate with my skateboard friends so like i'm really not involved or like deep in the skateboarding and so i watch a lot of skateboarding too and i definitely get inspiration from skateboarding as well and get impressed maybe because the scene is also so big and there's so much good stuff happening I don't know. That's 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 something. And yeah, there's of course, like you said, I don't have to like anything. Uh, um, not if if I don't like something or click the like button, doesn't mean I don't like it. You know. And yeah, people definitely. I had like, I don't know if I should bring. Ever yeah, I had like a conversation once long time long time ago. Some some well known skaters asked me why I don't like and share their stuff. I was like, why do I have to? Yeah, you're not you're not under an obligation to. Yeah. 
yeah, why do I have to? And that made it made it even more weird, you know. So I I I definitely watch a lot and respect a lot and appreciate that people do their direction. But then maybe that also translate to my skating. I I do I do me. I just focus on the things that might might come outside of skating or from the past or from other sports. Sometimes it's just some some weird shit that happens in my brain, you know. But yeah. And and also mostly a lot of a lot of inspiration and a lot of like tricks that happen that happen because of my friends and how we my friend Sandro, like sometimes I call him the coach because he has some like amazing ideas. It's just saying like, hey, you probably can do this and that on this thing. I was like, well, thank you. Well, let's try. You know, like tricks like that they develop, like the wall set slide I do in my part. <clears throat> I was actually trying something totally different, a, a, a raw rail like next to it. It didn't work out, and I was like, I wanted to do a wall set slide, and I tried some wall set slides on this thing before, and then Sandro was like, nah, you need to like throw your feet like this way and more up, and just like write the wall, and I was like, all right, I'm, you know, like stuff like that happens. So that's that's my inspiration, but yeah. Unfortunately, there's not, I cannot say everything in blading makes me stoked. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't expect you to. But, um, <laughs> it is interesting what you say about the whole coach thing with your friend because I feel like every group has got that, where yeah, yeah. you can you can see a trick for your friend that they can't see for themselves because, like for example, I can't toro. I wish I could. I would love to. If I could, <laughs> I probably would incorporate it into pretty much every ledge trick. But I can't. Do, yeah. But one of my friends can. So whenever I find a spot that screams out for like a grind to a Toro or a Toro to a yeah. slide and just send them the photo and I'm like, we're going there and you're doing That's this it. trick on it. Yeah. And then they're like, I didn't eat. And they're like, I didn't even think of that when I, when you sent me that photo, but now that you've showed me, yeah, like so I could totally do that. And I'm like, let's go. And it's yeah. Like you, you see things that you just want to see done, even if it's not by you, you want to see it done exactly. by the people that can do it. The, the and also by your way. yeah and some you you know best what works best for your friends yeah that's also something super important i love going skating with them because we're so close like we meet outside of skating and stuff and like it's it's incredible and they actually they know everything about me and how how good i am at this and how bad i am at that and then the opposite as well and then of course we just help each other and direct each other sometimes which is incredible yeah, man. Yeah, that's what it's all like. Collaboration. That's what it's all about. Um, yeah. I've got one more question for you, and then I'll let you go because you've you've obviously not going to tell me anything about Marius' section, which I'm bitterly disappointed about. <laughs> um, what does what does the um, future hold for Pat? What have you got? Like, have you got anything like in the works or lined up that you can tell us about? Or, I mean, I can't imagine um, there's going to be much traveling going on now that everywhere seems to be going back into restrictions and lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, now it's winter, so we're going to chill. What we're going to do is we, we have this little indoor park thing, my friend Dominic runs, and um, we it's this project just kind of started, and it's getting serious, and we got an offer for a new ramp, so we do like a, a little clip for a fundraiser thing, 
that's pretty much it. And then um, I will help Marius filming for his thing more. And um, after the winter, there's there's definitely a lot of talks and a lot of things lined up for next year um, with Demskate. Um, we'll see how many of these things I can join. And it's all still up in the air because of this pandemic. But yeah, um, after after this, this 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 last part, now I said like, yeah, I'm gonna chill at least for the winter now and just enjoy myself in the skate park. Maybe do some phone clips, something. Just and do some more for next year. Do some more tippy tappy stuff on Instagram that people can hate on, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> tippy tappy for Instagram on small stuff for all you guys to hate on, and then at the end of the day, someone will probably copy it and do it. <laughs> Well, that is, that, that's like when it. you know that's when you know that it's like people can talk shit on it all, all they like but see if you've seen something that you've done that you've never seen anyone do before and then a few months later you start seeing other skaters do it and you're like you you can make fun of how i skate all you like but people are copying it so yeah i mean yeah that and then there's there's people like like i said alex brosco danny beer and sean kelso and they're giving me props so i'm like okay well, these guys are liking what they see, so why should I care what you say? Exactly. You you respect the opinion of your friends more than complete strangers from the other side of the world that you're never going to meet. Exactly. So this is whatever. But yeah, I'm going to enjoy myself a little bit more and um, take take it easy till the winter disappears and then let's see what what happens. Not getting any younger, but I still want to get something. I don't know, Pat. You still look pretty. How old are you now? <laughs> what do you guess? Mid thirties. Yeah, thirty-seven. Oh, I'm I'm only a year older than you, and you're looking a lot younger than I am. So <laughs> you know, you're, you're well, doing thanks. all right. Thank you. Thanks to my child, um, Mario, for keeping me young. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it definitely helps skating with him, though, and um, yeah, taking care of your body. Taking, taking um, care of your body, yeah. Drink, smoking all those cigarettes, yeah. Taking care of your body. I actually don't smoke. I, I I stopped smoking cigarettes for two years. Now I smoke every now and then. All right, okay. So you've you've chilled yeah. out on that. That's okay then. All right. Yeah, definitely eating like way more healthy. I'm doing like stretching and yoga kind of shit every day. So that's that's kind of necessary to stay so involved. I'm I'm sure like back when we last spoke you had a bit of an obsession with uh, Frankfurt kebabs or something it was it was something like that oh yeah of of course yeah kebabs so it's like I love it but um yeah (laughs) but yeah during the week I cook a lot and like I'm not like strict like oh I like Danny for example it's really interesting to see Danny's um eating plants and all this but um I'm not that strict he's a machine no one no one's he's a he's a machine it's so impressive like I love watching it. I love taking inspiration from that. But yeah, I'm not that strict. I should be more strict though. But um, yeah, I take a lot of care of myself now because you know sometimes you feel it. You eat to like be pizzas. Like Marius was here last winter and we ate pizza like three times in a row. I felt crazy <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> You're like my my body can't take this anymore. <laughs> I was like I was like no, nah, Marius, I'm not skating today. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's fair though. But yeah, it's like, but yeah, definitely. Sometimes, sometimes feeling it. Some most times not. I'm really fighting against it. But I would say this before we end this. I'm definitely 
because there's a lot of talks about making space for younger generation and like you know the old guys and blah blah i see myself still not like an old guy even if i am especially being that close with marius i realized if i wouldn't be there it would be different from marius too yeah definitely so we gonna we all all the old guys should make space for the young guys but we also the, the guys who are important for young guys should stay around till they feel like now it's time to step back and we all like like billy said like if the young guys some some hope and or joey said that also on his podcast and i think every pro will happily make space if there would be another mario coming out around the corner yeah but unfortunately we don't have many yet and I, yeah i don't think it's about i don't think it's about older guys making way for younger guys i think it's i think the problem and what a lot of them were referring to was pros that were no longer really contributing anything or didn't have anything to offer and all their sections were just yeah. kind of regurgitations of the last section and it's yeah. like we're still giving these guys skates really when... yeah of course that's yeah that's yeah that's total bullshit of course but there's also the, the joey brought it up saying like that young kids i'm not even trying yeah i mean there are there are young kids trying and they definitely get seen mad race from milan that's what i mean me I'd, 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 like you're you're me saying there's not many mariuses out there i'd say there's yeah, there's yeah. quite a few exciting younger guys out there like oh, yeah. Fujiwara, oh, yeah. more, more exactly more like than park ever. uh yeah oh, god i can't remember his second name uh park from um south korea and then yeah like like you said matt rez from italy there's yeah there's guys in the uk um, and coming Louis up on mesmer yeah yeah he's, he's so, there's a there are a lot of a lot of kids actually or young guys um but yeah they're coming up and we are here to like help them get them in i don't know definitely yeah we i guess like yeah because joey was saying they don't even try to get like on a level but yeah if there is someone he and he tries he will he will get seen definitely and i think there's enough spots now for for these younger generations and uh, enough old heads who know how important that is yeah. to get them as soon as we see them i definitely say there was more opportunities for young up-and-coming talented skaters now than there has been in the last in the 10 last years 10, yeah, easily yeah. so it's it's definitely going in the right direction um i've taken up two hours of your friday night oh, which yeah. is okay. more than enough but yeah just what well, i ended by saying congratulations on the skate can't wait to Thank pick up so a much. pair they look incredible love the promo and it is thoroughly deserved and like yeah thanks so much Ra thanks random so people on the internet so saying saying things that don't oh yeah don't have relevance it shouldn't be something that you actually think about so never never but yeah thanks thank you so much for having me it was great it was actually i'm sorry for the technical issues <laughs> I'm, i mean but I'm um just gonna blame yeah. it on your funny internet i'm not gonna take it out on you personally we'll blame your internet connection <laughs> yeah blame it on the internet connection but yeah that was great awesome um, man well have a good weekend and you too. yeah hopefully see you soon
Yeah, hopefully see you soon in person, maybe at some winter clash. Probably winter clash, not next year, but probably winter clash. At, at some point. See you soon. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>